Hey there, friend. Got a minute? I know you're really excited about listening to today's episode, but I got a great feeling you're going to want to hear about my latest creation, especially if you're the smart, forward-thinking kind of woman that I know you are. And if you're actively looking for ways to improve in your own self-care and wellness, consider this a sign, synchronicity, or just serendipity playing full out to bring a little clarity and fun your way. Now, you know I love to talk about self-awareness on this show because to know yourself is to bring more joy and confidence your way. So that's why I'm so excited to share with you all the deets on my latest creation, the What's Your Divine Energy Mix quiz. The What's Your Divine Energy Mix quiz helps you to appreciate your unique mix of divine feminine and divine masculine energy so that you can unlock your muse method. And your Muse method is your ideal self-care and wellness pathway based on your preferences, your way of being, and your unique take on life. I've gotten so many positive reviews from quiz takers who have absolutely fallen in love with their results. They ask me things like, how did you know this about me? Which brings my heart so much joy. And I want you to fall in love with your results too. To find out what your ideal self-care and wellness pathway is, here's what you got to do. You got to go to www.heycarladiaz.com forward slash quiz to answer 11 questions. You can literally be done in five minutes or less. And once you're done taking the quiz, your results will be flying into your inbox. And trust me, you're going to love your guide. So what are you waiting for? Go take the quiz today and I'll see you on the other side of your results. Today, we're going to do something different. So instead of exploring a new topic, I decided to bring back an older but still relevant subject to discuss. And I actually love to talk about today's topic. And what's that? Vision boards. So I actually created two blog posts in the beginning um, before I became a podcaster. So I decided now would be a good time to look at those articles and see where the growth has occurred in terms of my understanding and my knowledge and my feelings towards vision boards. So I'm really excited for this episode and I can't wait to show you what I've learned. Welcome to the Joyful Energetic Mama podcast, the place where busy mamas tune in to take out the struggle from the daily work-life juggle. I'm your host, Carla Diaz. I'm a married mama of three who jumped off the hot mess express and turned in her people-pleasing ways to become your personal cheerleader and encourager of dreams. Every week, you can expect simple and actionable tips on how to improve your own health and wellness. Are you ready to shift your mindset to go from that grouchy lady that your friends put up with to the joyful mama everyone wants to keep up with? Then this is the podcast for you. Before we dive into today's episode, I got a question for you. Is a vision board in your future too? So I know that December is all about the holidays, but it's also about looking toward the future. A new year means new goals, new opportunities, and new experiences. And the best way to get clear on all the good things that are waiting for you is by creating a vision board. If you're thinking about creating a vision board, you're definitely going to want to stick around until the end of today's episode for a special offer. It's my way of saying thanks for being a loyal listener. So hang around to the end. It's definitely going to be worth your while. 
Hey friend, welcome to another episode of the Joyful Energetic Mama podcast. I'm your host, Carla Diaz, and I'm a physical therapist turned health and wellness coach who helps busy women professionals co-create a healthier lifestyle through the pursuit of self-awareness and healthier lifestyle choices. Just thought you'd like to know that. So on that note, again, I always approach every podcast episode with a lot of excitement because I love to share what I know. It's one of my favorite reasons for becoming a coach. And while I, you know, as a coach, you're not necessarily just sharing your knowledge. You're also listening and you're also helping under your clients understand the meaning behind um, whatever challenges they bring to you. But today I thought that since it's the end of the year and since we've, um, you know, we are officially done celebrating Thanksgiving, um, however not done with celebrating gratitude, right? Because that's something that we can do every day. I know that personally speaking for myself, when I get to the month of December, I start thinking about the new year. And I don't, I know that probably everyone is like so excited, can't wait for 2021 to roll around because yes, this year was such a monster. Some people call it a, what was it? Um, it's been, it's been an absolute train wreck. So this year has been an absolute train wreck for a lot of people. Um, but you know, I, even though it was a difficult year for a lot of us, I know that that does afford us the opportunity to see the growth, to see the opportunity and to get clarity to know where, where we stand, right? So, and to build more resiliency. But like I said, today's topic's going to be fun because I get to talk to you about something that I love to do and that's vision boards. So what I'd like you to do is I just want you to grab yourself a cup of your favorite tea, relax, open your mind and your heart. This is going to be good. Let's go. I'm going to talk about my latest vision board creation experience in late 2019. So December of 2019. And what I'm going to share with you is specifically how I mentally and emotionally prepared myself for creating my latest vision board. So In the event that you're not really familiar with what a vision board is, a vision board is basically a physical tool. So it's a visualization tool where you place images that inspire you, you place quotes, words, any any concrete example of a life that you want to achieve, you can place place it on your board and create a vision, so to speak. Um, It feeds off of using the power of your mind's eye to will those um, experiences, those goals, those pictures that you have, those um, dreams that you have for yourself by placing it and creating a concrete vision, a visual in front of you that the idea is, is that you are better able to create that because you are more present and more focused on that vision. So I've been creating vision boards now, I believe since 2017 for, you know, for the following year. And I've learned a lot since then. Um, I have to say my first vision board was, like all of them, an experiment. But you kind of get better as you go with it because you start to understand it more. And if um, and if you can let go of the skepticism, that I know some people look at it as a skeptical practice that um, they don't believe. But if you are one of the people that believe in law of attraction like I do, uh, you know that your thoughts become things. So when you spend the time to intentionally create uh, your future for the year, right? In terms of the things that you want to manifest, uh, you are using the law of attraction. And, you know, 
I believe the universe always wants to provide what it is that you desire. But that being said, just because the universe wants to provide it doesn't mean that it can provide it, especially when we are emotionally blocked or we are carrying thoughts and ideas that work kind of to counteract what it is that we desire. So a vision board in short run actually helps us to get clear and to be to make intentions for a future period of time. So what was different about my 2020 vision board? So I have to say, I've never been so emotionally connected to my vision board. And yes, while nobody could have imagined what kind of a monster 2020 was going to be for all of us, I believe that because I created these specific intention for this period of 12 months, that it actually helped me to stay more true to my dreams and my goals, despite all the uncontrollable circumstances this year brought me. And so I feel like had I not created a space for my dreams and my goals, I would not have been able to dodge all the fireballs or get up from the floor and get back in that fighter stance as fast as I did whenever life knocked me down. And life did knock me down. (laughs) Although I have to say, in retrospect, it was a good thing. So let's get into how I approached my vision board creation experience. I do want to mention that it was not my first time creating a vision board. So I already had an idea about the the mindset that you need to have to go into this process. I knew exactly what kind of board I wanted to create. I know that my first board was kind of like a, it was a graphic that I created. I think it was through PicMonkey, although I don't know if PicMonkey is still in business, but I know a lot of us are now using Canva. Um, And that's like an easy to use graphic design tool. So I kind of made a collage of all the things that I wanted to create um, for 2018. And I just kept it as an image on my phone. And while that was easy and portable, I felt personally for me that it wasn't the best way to represent or to allow me to visualize what I wanted for my future. So this year, what I did is I actually created a poster board and created a very big uh, elementary school style (laughs) vision board with all these pretty images of everything that I wanted for 2020. But apart from that, from knowing exactly what kind of board I wanted to create, it was more so understanding that I needed to be in the right mindset. I needed to be in the right vibrational flow to be able to create the best board for me. So I really gave myself time to feel excited about this, to really reflect on the possibility, and I really did my best to stay open-minded. So one of the things that I do want to stress that really helped was that I didn't come to the project with a set of expectations. Instead, I wanted to stay in a state of flow by enjoying the process of self-discovery because in essence, when you're creating a vision, you are kind of allowing yourself to dream and you're also discovering what it is that you really want for yourself. So I asked myself questions to gain clarity and I'll share with you a little bit later on some of the questions that I asked then and I'm also going to kind of rethink those questions for next year. (laughs) Uh, But I also approached this experience with a readiness to receive and in full acceptance of the fact that the universe wants to give me what I desire. I believe that. I believe that 
you know, life is not out to get me, but it's actually, it's there to give me what I want, what I need for my purpose in this life. So how to achieve a state of readiness? Well, you need to do whatever it is that you can to clear your mind. Um, And so for me, part of that is I notice that in the morning, it's a quieter time in my house and it's also a quieter time in my brain (laughs) because I haven't had the opportunity really to think about a lot of things and I'm more relaxed. Generally, when we wake up, we are more relaxed. So that might work for you as well. I drank some green tea. I love green tea because not only does it give that It does give some caffeine to kind of give you that energy boost. The L-theanine in it actually helps to relax you. So you can actually be in a a better state. You're in a calm state and that's the kind of state that you need to be in when you are vision casting. I also took some deep breaths uh, just to kind of just get the oxygen to my brain and really just kind of be in this state of acceptance and calm. For those of you that like to meditate, perhaps meditating before you would start your vision board would help you as well because that's the whole thing. You just really have to quiet your mind. Um, So I know some of us like to drink coffee in the morning and what I would say to you is while coffee is really good at waking us up, sometimes it can give us that nervous energy. Uh, So make sure that you are drinking water as well so that you are not dehydrated and feeling the effects of the caffeine, which will make you jumpy and nervous and kind of it'll be more difficult for you to focus. So another important part in preparing for this vision board creation experience is that I really wanted to listen to my intuition. So again, part of that is being quiet. And just kind of just being open and really just be having this acceptance and this willingness to receive. And I understood also that while I was using my intuition, that this, what I was going to create was about me and my goals and my dreams and my personal development. So when I really allow myself to think about all those things and just, I'm a dreamer at heart. I don't know if you've noticed that. So it's, it kind of puts me in a good state. I, I can, I've been a daydreamer for the longest that I can remember. So it's, it's easier for me to dream this way. And it just puts me in a happy state. I'm very blissful when I'm doing this. One, here's a, here's a fun way of thinking about when you're getting ready to do your vision board. And that's that you want to approach this project similar to how you go about placing your order at a restaurant, right? You look through the menu, right? So in other words, you're creating, you're getting inspiration from magazines or from Pinterest or wherever it is that, you know, you are collecting these images to reflect what vision you have in your mind. So you get, so just like you are placing an order at a restaurant, your vision board is kind of like placing your order at the universe's dream diner. Okay. What questions can you ask to deepen your vision board creation experience? And so these are the questions that I said I was going to get to. And I would definitely revise them. (laughs) But again, you know, uh, when I originally wrote the blog post where I put these questions and, you know, that was a year ago. And I totally believe that you're always growing, you're always evolving, you're always developing um, that you know, just like anything else that needs to be revised, uh, these questions were a good starting point, but I'm going to share with you how I would tweak them. So the first question 
that I would ask, ask myself is, what is my top goal right now? And then what is the first action that I need to take? I feel that this is a good question overall because, you know, you're putting your goals and your dreams on your board. So you need to know what your top goal is, right? But I feel like it's also important to kind of take stock about where you are in respect to that goal right now. So I would also ask myself this question, how satisfied are you in this area right now? And then I would follow it up with the following question, which is what current events or circumstances in your life can you think of that have influenced you to rate this area how you have? Um, I don't know if that's grammatically correct, but the whole idea is like, let's say, for example, I want to create a career goal and currently I'm at a five with my career. So it's not enough just to give a number. You have to give some context to that too. So you would want to ask yourself, well, why is it a five? Like, why is it not a three or why is it not a seven? Specifically, what is going on in your life that you were rated as a five? And I find that when you ask this question, in addition to what your top goal is right now, you can better cast that vision because you know exactly where you are and you've kind of given context to that dream that you want to manifest. So another question would be, what do I need to stop doing to live a richer and happier life? So this is a good question, but honestly, I would flip it around and give it a positive spin. So in other words, instead of asking, what do I need to stop doing? I would rather ask myself, what do I need to start doing? Because psychologically, you're more willing to work towards a positive end versus you know moving away from something. So it's always good to ask yourself, what do you need to start doing? Instead of what do you need to stop doing? The next question uh, is, what desires do I need to surrender to the universe? And so I understand what I meant to write in surrender, but I think for maybe someone else, surrender may mean a different thing. Um, so we have to rethink about this word surrender and surrender is not like giving up or, you know, not being able to accomplish something. But surrender is more like, yes, you're taking the need to control out of your hands and you are placing it in the hands of the universe. So in other words, is you're willingly taking the control, rubbing your hands off of it and just giving it. Because remember, the universe always wants to give you what you desire, but you have to allow yourself to surrender your dreams to the universe. Next question, what do I want my life to look like in one year or in five years? So this is a good question to ask. Um, and I would just like to add to that. I don't think there's anything wrong with this question per se. I would still ask it the same way, but I would just note that, you know, people tend to overestimate what can be done in one year, right? So, you know, my 2020 vision board is a true reflection of that because no, I did not achieve everything that I wanted on my board, but that's okay. I'm not, you know, that that's not the point, right? The, the vision is there. That's, that's the point. But just like people can overestimate what can be done in one year, you underestimate what can be done in five. So the last question that I asked on my blog post about a year ago was, 
what beliefs are holding me back from living my dream life? And so knowing what I know now, I would say that everybody has blind spots. So I don't know how fair or how accurate this question would be now to, I mean, certainly it's worth answering it, um, but I do feel that what you could do, and again, word of caution with this, is that you could ask someone who you trust and knows you well what they see. And so whatever their answer is, you know, just take it at face value uh, because you have to be aware that that's only their opinion. Um, you know, they may be aware of things that you are not aware of, but they may not know everything about you because there are certain parts of ourselves that, you know, we don't share with the outside world. We keep that inside. So it's good. I guess just look at it. You can ask a trusted friend this for more data, but don't let that be your final answer. So rather what I'd want you to do is continuously reflect on that question and be willing to ask yourself that question repeatedly because the more that you ask yourself that question as time goes by, the clearer you get to understanding your motivations, um, your beliefs, and your reasonings for why you behave the way that you do. So before I end this podcast, I just wanted to talk about some final tips that I think are still relevant in comparison to when I wrote my blog post last year. Uh, definitely you want to give yourself permission to dream big. You know, you're creating a vision for yourself. So this is not the time to hold yourself back. This is the time to really just let your imagination fly, uh, let your dreams come to the to the surface. And just really, if you can, like think back to how you were when you were an eight-year-old and you didn't have all this adulting that you had to do. And uh, that is really the mindset that you want to get into. You want to be like your eight-year-old self, your former eight-year-old self. So it's also very important to avoid placing judgment on your dreams. The minute that you start to question how you're going to accomplish this, you actually create an energetic barrier between yourself and the universe. So remember, thoughts become things. So if you are saying to yourself, how am I ever going to do this? This is impossible. Or like, I really don't want to put this down because I don't think that it, that it could happen. Or, or conversely, thinking, you know, putting too much importance on what other people are going to say to you, right? Or are going to say about this dream. That puts a block on your ability to attract that which you desire into your life. And lastly, the last thing, the most important thing that anyone should take away when they do their vision board is that, you know, creating a vision board is pretty much like the fun part. It's the part where you get to dream and you get to, you know, visually and concretely represent your, your dream through this medium. But that's the beginning because after that, you have to resolve to take the steps to make your vision a reality. So again, it doesn't mean that you just create a board and then you put it away and then you're done with it. No, you actually have to work on achieving those things. The idea of the vision board is that it's clear in your mind because you have a concrete visual representation of your dreams, but you still have to go for it, right? And so that is it for today's podcast. It was just really just me reflecting on my latest vision board experience. I do plan on 
creating a vision board for 2021. And actually, it's time to talk about that special offer. I'm so glad you've stuck around till the end of today's episode. So if you're seriously thinking about creating a vision board, I'd love to give you a sneak peek at how I create the right kind of energy to maximize my vision board creating results. So by asking yourself the right kinds of questions, you not only create a space for your dreams and your goals, but you go into the creation process with added clarity and confidence. So I've created a mini guide just for my audience to help you power up your vision board creation experience with the very same questions. If you'd like to grab my free powered up vision board creation questions PDF, here's what you got to do. You can go to the show notes for this episode by going to the following bit.ly link. So that's bit.ly forward slash powered up vision boards. Or if you're listening to this on Apple podcast player, you can find the link in the episode section as well. So you have two ways of accessing the PDF guide. So I'm going to go ahead and mention that when you download this guide and you get on this list, so basically what you're going to see is you're going to see, you're going to enter email address and your name so that I can send this guide to your inbox. But when you get on this list, right, and you receive my PDF guide, you're also going to unlock a special invitation to sign up for my upcoming online powered up vision boards course at a deeply discounted price. So it's an online course and it's Powered Up Vision Boards is my complete method on gaining the clarity and consistency that you need to manifest the life of your dreams. So for a limited time only, you'll be able to join as a founding member at a crazily discounted price. So you have to act now if you want in. You and I both know that life gets in the way. So before you do anything else, make sure you click on the link to get free access to your Powered Up Vision Boards creation questions. Trust me, this is too good to pass up. Download your free PDF today. And on that note, the joyful and energetic mama in me sees and honors the joyful and energetic mama in you. If you've enjoyed this podcast, make sure to subscribe so that you're notified and never miss an episode. Of course, if you found today's topic super valuable, let me know by writing a review. And if you're not quite ready to do that, you can always share this episode with your friends. And once again, if you'd like to learn more about the Powered Up Vision Board's creation questions, make sure to go to the show notes for the link to download your guide today.